0: I believe in the power of words. I'm an eternal advocate of reading as it has truly changed my life. Listen today as I share how reading has shaped my life, first as a young girl, then as a professional, and now as a writer. Reading is truly one of the great loves of my life. This is my ode to reading here on the View 112 podcast. Read, write, live, Hi. I'm Janita Morris, and this is the View 112 Podcast. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Hello, today is Wednesday, May 24th, and welcome to the 15th episode of the View 112 Podcast. I am Janita Morris. Today, I'm going to build the case for reading. Last year, I read a quote about reading that really stayed with me. In the book, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do by Amy Morin, it says If you're reading this book, it means you're more fortunate than nearly the 1 billion people in the world who can't read, many of whom will be stuck in a life of poverty. It really got me thinking of where I would be if I couldn't read or if I did not have such a strong love for reading there are a few ways I'm gonna share with you how reading has made an impact on my life. Hopefully this inspires you to pick up a book like today and start reading. (laughs) So first, as a young girl, I grew up in a home filled with books and magazines, and for my parents who are listening or for educators or those of us like me, I'm an, an aunt, I'm a godmother um, that are around young people, I cannot stress this enough. Um, when I grew up in our home, we had tons of magazines, and um, these magazines and books that we had in my home were filled with Images of beautiful people um, in Essence Magazine, Ebony Magazine, Black Enterprise. We had books from authors like Maya Angelou, from Malcolm X, Richard Wright, Toni Morrison, etc. And thinking back, I had images of success and beautiful words and works all around me. Um, now how I got into reading is actually kind of funny. Um, you know, now that I'm talking about, uh, all these wonderful writers and, um, uh, these magazines, my grandmother, um, I think when I think back to my most fondest memories and early memories of reading, they're associated with her, my mother's mother. Um, she was a big time re- reader and she le- read a lot of romance novels. Yes, those trashy romance novels. <laughs> and I did not understand what she was reading at the time. All I knew is I always saw her with books. She had loads of books in her bedroom. She had books in her handbag, in her car, everywhere. She was always uh, reading a- reading books. She would pack Um, like her bag to go to work and she would have her lunch bag and she would have books in there. Um, And so I always saw her with a book Um, and she always would go to the library and to the bookstore And between my grandmother and my dad, they took us to the library a lot, especially in the summer. And um, there was a summer reading program when I was young that for every like 10 books that you read, you would get a gift certificate to Pizza Hut for a personal pan pizza. And guys, I was about that life. Um, So I started reading a lot of books to get the free pizza. That was like my big goal in reading. Um, and so we would go to the library or we would go to the bookstore, um, and read books. And when I was around like nine or 10 in the fourth or fifth grade, I discovered and I started reading, um, a series called the babysitter's club. And the babysitter's club was a new book series that started off with just four books. And the books were about these four girls who started a babysitting business, Um, And they had a president, a vice president, a secretary, and a treasurer. And reading those books at that age changed my life. I think it was the first time I understood the concept of having a business, making money, and that kids could actually do this. The book series grew really popular for girls my age. It grew from about a four series book series to hundreds of books. Um, And I could not get enough of reading them. I would be so pressed when a new one would release. Um, And, you know, while I was waiting in between, you know, uh, from one book to another, I got into other book series for teens back in that time or preteens, I should say, like Sweet Valley High. Um, And I started to mirror what I saw my grandmother doing. I have books with me all the time. I would read past my bedtime. I was that kid in the room, you know, I would be in bed under the covers with like a little light reading so, you know, my mom wouldn't catch me. And sometimes she would catch me and I'd be that person with the flashlight reading under the covers at like, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night when I was supposed to be in bed, you know, getting ready for school the next day. Um, and I, you know, that series, though, and seeing my grandmother do that is how I got hooked. And then I love to read everything from that point on. I would read hip hop magazines like Word Up or YSB, which was this magazine um, geared to young black kids called Young Sisters and Brothers. Um, and my mom worked at the Washington Post for many years. Um, and of course we had a subscription and I would read that. Um, and they had like a little kids section that I would read as well. Um, the sports page, of course, cause hail to the Redskins. Um, and so I always uh, loved when I got an opportunity to go to my mom's job. Like either we would pick her up Or, you know, um, like so many times we would go visit her office and she was in the HR department, but there were so many times I got to see the printing room and where reporters worked. And I think seeing how people were writing or typing and then knowing that it was printed and then delivered to our door made me want to be a writer. Like I knew then, I think that's when I made the connection that like there are people who sit in like type these stories out or write these things down and then they become printed and then you can buy them and read them. Um, And that's how I think I made the connection of how I wanted to be a writer. It was through reading and the, in that process. And I'm much like that today. I have books with me everywhere. I still read way past my bedtime and I still read mostly about business and reading has fueled the writer in me today. Number two, as a professional, many of the leaders that I looked up to in business are avid readers. When I got my first job out of college, many of the leaders at my company would recommend books for us to read. And mostly back then, when I read recommended books, those books were about how to make money or making more money about financial success. Books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But I also, um, and this is really how I got into reading business books, I was recommended um, loads of books about sales. And, uh, I can think of like one that really stood out was how to become a rainmaker. And at this time I was only about 22 or 23 years old. I started practicing the things that I would read in these books and they worked. And so when I saw that they would work, I would go and pick up other books and I would pick up other, uh, sales tactics, or I would talk to other leaders and, um, you know, find out other things that people were reading. And um, I've loved and still love to read books about sales, leadership, entrepreneurship, company profiles, et cetera. And I cannot stress that reading business books has changed my life. I was an English major without a college degree, no sales experience, no leadership experience, no business experience. I had never taken a business class in college. Um, and I developed myself into the the professional I am today with hundreds of books and experience. And I think back to that quote that I shared earlier about the one billion people who cannot read and mostly live a life of poverty, and I'm humbled and grateful that I can actually read and I can learn things and constantly improve the quality of my life just simply by reading books. I've developed so many skills from reading that has allowed me to transform um, the life that I'm living and make a better living for myself. I've learned how to land clients. I've learned negotiating skills, how to ask for the sale, writing proposals, creating presentations, um, presentation skills, being a new leader, recruiting, how to hire, interview skills, middle management, managing profit and loss, balancing a budget cutting costs, how to start a business. I can go on and on about the things that I've learned from business books that I've been able to successfully apply through experience. I've made a lot of money, guys, just from applying the things that I have read from different books. Number three, as a writer, much like when I was a child, reading has rekindled the writing in me. Words is such a powerful tool to create and transform and inspire. And after spending years of consuming so many things, I feel the importance of content creation and now sharing. To me, that's the magic in all of this. You can't just take it all in, consume, consume, consume. You have to release it and give it back. And part of me being a writer and being a content creator is very selfish. I'm so full of ideas and thoughts and emotions and lessons And it's very therapeutic for me to let it all go and share it. And it's a crazy process because it's like a cycle. I consume things. I think about them. I apply things. I learn some lesson. I release it. I share it. And through that process, I learn more. I create dialogue with people. People share things with me. I get other book recommendations. Um, I, you know, apply those things. And then I learn something else. I attain another level of success. And it's like this big cycle. Um, And it's just crazy to me how, um, you know, this process unfolds. And uh, so like I said, it's selfish. You know, um, when I share things on here or on social media, on my blog, in person, it actually motivates me and inspires me too. It helps me. So now when I read, um, I have content creation on my mind. I actually read with Writer's mind. I pay attention to the layout of books and articles. I highlight main points and try to see how the author is tying in the message. I question what the writer's intent is for me as a reader. I love to read how stories unfold. I noticed the tone and the writing style. All these things that I thought studying English were a waste of time for, like they are actually helping me out today. Um, And working on my writing has provided another lane for me to pursue my passion, Earn additional income and connect with others, which is something that I personally need to thrive. So I'm truly grateful for the opportunity to connect with you all via my podcast and my blog. And this is just another great gift that reading has given to me. Right now, just as I'm, you know, recording this, sitting at my desk, um, you know, I have about 10 to 12 books just laying around that I have yet to read. And just the vision of like having books around, it inspires me to read, to write more, to do more, just like when I was younger, having those images and seeing books and reading all around in my home. And I want to gain the perspective of, um, you know, other people. My favorite thing to do is read Um, or my favorite type of books to read are memoirs um, and business books. And business books is what inspired me to start the Summer of Business Reading Challenge. Um, I wanted to connect with people about books and I wanted to gain the perspective of what when people are reading the same thing as me, like, what did you think about that? Um, And so I've never even been in a book club before. I've never hosted one, let alone a virtual book club Um, But I'm pretty excited and I'm inspired. I have a lot of ideas and plenty of thoughts. And, um, you know, so I kicked off the Summer of Business reading challenge. And uh, we're going to start on June 1st. If you're interested in joining the View 112 Summer of Business Books challenge, it's basically a three-month challenge where we're going to read three total business books. And um, we're going to have book discussions about it. Um, and I have some other things up my sleeve, but uh, I'm really excited to get started. I posted a photo of myself on Instagram holding the June selection, the first book that of the Business Books Challenge. And that book is called The Spark and the Grind by Eric Wall. And on Instagram, Eric Wall commented that he is looking forward to our discussion about his book. So uh, I'm super excited about that. Um, Again, just another amazing way to connect um, with a writer. So I will add the link in the show notes of how you can sign up for the view 112 Summer of Business Book Challenge. Um, Essentially, it's going to be by visiting um, view 112com I think I've made a compelling case for reading today. I'm curious to know from you, For those of you who are avid readers, how reading has changed your life. And for those of you who don't read as much or don't really read, what is really holding you back? Um, I truly believe the extra money you seek, the problem you're trying to solve, the connection you need is all on the other side of reading. I will talk to you all next time. And thanks so much for listening.